0: and welcome to another edition of the JazzNet Weekly Podcast, the independent Rangers podcast which brought to you by fans for fans and where the content is absolutely free. It is another uh, bonus show for you tonight, guys. We're having a wee look at the Hibs game tomorrow night at Easter Road, so we're going to preview that and have a wee discussion about some of the other things that have happened this week. Uh, as I say to you every time I host the, 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 the pod, guys, it's not just the, the the pod that we have. We've got forums, articles, social media, podcasts, There's a history archive on the website. Get yourself on it. It's all free and independent content made by us for you guys. Uh, If you've never listened to us before or or this is your first time, we would ask you to, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got over 4,000 subscribers now, so thanks to everyone who's joined us so far and who has stayed with us. The pod is live tonight, it's the Tuesday night, (laughs) I get lost with the days at the moment, Uh, every day is like Groundhog Day, Uh, so we're live tonight, but the pod will be available to stream or download on a variety of platforms from tomorrow, including Acast, iTunes, YouTube, Castbox, Stitcher, Spotify, all the usual places, Guy, as per normal. Uh, So now to bring in my uh, esteemed guest, it is a show of high Standards and high hairlines tonight.
1: Uh, I've got Alex Anderson with me. How are you, Alex? Hey, I am very well, Colin. Thank you, sir. Yes, <laughs> uh, high hairline, loyal. I remember. <laughs> I, I remember a boy saying that to me uh, the last time I was in a proper hairdresser, The last time I could justify that about twenty years ago, when he said, "You know, you've just got, you've just got a high hairline." You know, and I, I held on to that until I got down the road and said to my dad, you know, he tells me I've got a high hairline. He's like, aye, that'll be right, mate. you going to be like, <laughs> these balls I cut at 24, he knew what was coming, you know, so. <laughs> it's, aye, it's, no.
0: a, it's the last few years I've noticed that it's, uh, I, I remember the first time with my barber. It, it stopped using the thinning scissors you know the thinning scissors that they use at the end and I sort of said to him you don't use the thinning scissors anymore and he just sort of had eyebrows came up as if mm, you don't uh, need them anymore and I knew then <laughs> I knew then I thought okay okay and I don't get tugs in my hair anymore the brush just goes right through no problem so yeah. aye but hey as as well as a high hairline we have high standards you know two guys who kind of know what they're talking about right, we uh, so uh, we change aye <laughs> Alex, I thought we'd look at eh, a couple of things before we we talk about the game tomorrow night, a big game tomorrow night. I mean, I know Rangers are in a fairly comfortable position in the Championship, but you kind of get the feeling that this is a... I've always been looking to February as that's when we would be making the final push if we maintained that points gap. So it feels like, in in terms of not giving Celtic any hope whatsoever, you know, tomorrow's quite a big night. Eh, But I thought we'd have a a, a couple of things to talk about before that. Eh, The first thing was, you know, Rangers announced, I think it was yesterday eh, or towards the end of last week, that you know the the there's a new Rangers TV uh, site and app and all the rest of it and, and and it all looks great and all all that kind of thing and it, it's a sort of reminder as well of how we watch football now you know what I mean because we're not getting to the games and I don't know about you I mean I'm I'm not being critical here it, it, it is what it is but Rangers TV stresses me out because I I, I airplay it from my, my phone to my telly. And I, I don't think it's got anything to do with the app. I think it's just the connection between the, the, the my phone and the telly. Like on Saturday there, it wouldn't, it wouldn't connect. And I was having all sorts of issues. And then eventually I managed to get in. And I'm, you know, I'm a middle-aged guy. And <laughs> I don't like tech technical things like, you know, gadgets. So when I saw this, I thought, could i have left this to the end of the season when it was all done and dusted. The thought of getting in and re-registering and doing all this you know, as we're approaching, you know, the final push for a title, I must admit my heart sank a wee bit.
1: Um, I'm just uh, getting used to sending email. Yeah, that's that's kind of the kind of technical level I'm at. I, it's been a bit of a uh, a bit of a culture shock uh, for guys of my age. Um, this whole kind of thing of watching it online. Um, if you're noticed, picking up the remote control and popping on the tele channel, it's all a bit it's all a bit complicated. I found myself a few times this season, just like. You know, getting too used to the the um, thinking of it as you're going to watch it on the telly when it's actually Rangers TV. And you think, yeah. oh, uh, coverage starts at half past two. That's fine. Getting up, I, I usually watch it on the laptop because I'm not even going to attempt to cast it. And like, ca- cast it to me is just like, that's that's a foreign language. You know, I'm not going to try in like that. I'd, I'd be scared it would drop somewhere in the living room. It would be in the flare somewhere and <laughs> I couldn't find it this, this casting. But no, um, and I'll get upstairs on, on the laptop and I'll suddenly remember that. Or well, i certainly remember that I've forgot my password or whatever else, whatever it is. Um, I would like to pay tribute to a guy, but I don't want to name him because uh, maybe just get all sorts of, uh, you know, kind of clueless guys like me following him on Twitter. But I think it was a Dundee United game. We won 4-0 back in August and I completely lost it. I could not get the thing up at all. And uh, I'd actually had a, a, a good Rangers man. It turned out he actually works for Rangers TV. Right. And he just saw me on Twitter losing it. I can't get this. <laughs> and he just uh, private messaged me and he said, uh, right, Alec, just you know, log on to this, blah, blah, blah. You've probably got too many screens open, which I did. You know, he, he obviously knows how to deal with the various age groups. Um, and I and I just suddenly remembered it. i actually fell up with him about something. Not, <laughs> is, is he Twitter's a Rangers fan? You know, so I had to do some serious, some serious crawling up, suking up to him after that. You know, uh, he he bailed me out. So I tried to. I've actually got i um, I've got my password and all that, you know, written down on a Word document. <laughs> That's how pathetic, am, Just in case I, I forget it. So forget. having to do this all, having to having to log into something else now, um, is is going to take me a good week. But yeah, really, I am reading it. Because because we've got the
0: St. Johnson St. games next Wednesday, so that gives me oh, a week. That's yeah. not enough for a guy my age. No, no. <laughs> I, mean, take, I need it'll longer me, than that.
1: It will take me at least five days to remember that I've got today, so it to it
0: do So yeah, <laughs> see, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in an even worse position because it's all on my phone. You know what I mean? So when I ask for my password, I just need to put my thumb on the the, the identity, and it just automatically fills it. All so right. I don't I don't even know. I, I can't even remember what my password is. So I'm I'm going to have to do about of digging to find out where it's all. Kept on my phone, and but I must admit, my heart just sank a wee bit. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's for the better, and I'm sure it'll be a better service. But come on, Rangers, you could have left it to the end of the season, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so that's, that's my wee grump over. Uh, th- th- there's been some sort of signing news this week, uh, Alex, Scott Wright, who we both agreed before we came on air that none of us know really anything about the boy. Uh, and it was announced again yesterday, I think it was, that, that Nathan Patterson had, had you know extended his current deal or, or signed a new deal. Uh, so I thought we would look at them I mean in terms of Scott Wright you know most people who I, I think have a sort of knowledge of of players like that seem to think that we've got a good player, I mean Stephen Gerrard himself seems to be quite chuffed you know it actually looked like they were uh, you know, hoping to get the, the deal done now in January rather than waiting for him to come and I, th- I think he mentioned in his press conference today that that could be a possibility but that, that Balls and Aberdeen score whether they want that to happen or not but I suppose, you know, it's it's, it's another attacking option. I think he's an, is he, is he an attacker. I think forward.
1: Forward. That's what, that, so that's, that's what, it, that's what it says on Wikipedia, and that's about yeah. as far it. Which is really strange. You know that I don't because I can tell you about Cosgrove. I could tell you about the boy Hedges that was sent off against yeah. uh, Petodri. Um, it's quite strange that I don't really know that much about My a lot of that's down to my own kind of bitterness post-2012 where I just lost I just couldn't bring myself to watch any kind of top flight Scottish football other than when Rangers get back into the, the top flight yeah. um, kind of willful ignorance if you like but uh, I think we're at the stage now where just Ross Wilson uh, and Steven Gerrard wanting to sign a player is a kind of recommendation in itself I think that, that lets us know um, that it must be of a certain quality uh, not just of, not just talent wise, but as a character, you know, character wise. I think that's a big thing with Gerard. Um, so he must be um, somebody that we should be signing. You know, um, obviously he's he's been brought up in the Aberdeen kind of youth system, the looks at things. You know, he's been in Aberdeen uh, all his career, farmed out to Dundee at some point. Um, but I think a guy of his age in the week that we're we're, we're getting Nathan Patterson, who's nineteen. You know, kind of extending his contract up until his early twenties. I think it's it's where actually Scott Wright seems to be the other end of that. Whereas Rangers, Rangers, as we've, as you know, Frankie, the boss was saying in, in uh, Sunday's pod, have been a bit of a basket case. You know, from like 2012 up until 2015, we started kind of get myself sorted out um, infrastructurally. and I think it's quite good that we've everything we might not like about Aberdeen. You kind of argue with the fact that they have been steady under They've always they've always had a certain level. You know they've always been steady under McInnes, um, so he'll have been raised properly. He'll have had a good schooling, uh, football wise, and we're getting them just as uh, should be coming, taking a of fruition as 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 a as a young player, a young man. You know, so um, without really knowing anything about the boy, um, I'm just assuming that if Gerard and Ross Wilson are interested in him, he must be he must be a good a good prospect. Yeah,
0: there, there is a, uh, we kind of touched on a slightly a wee bit on, on Sunday night show we sort of highlighted that there is an increased confidence around the recruitment of late, you know, there's there's, there's not the same sort of failure rate. You know, early on, you know, there was it, there was, there was a feeling it was a wee bit hit and miss with Gerard, but in the early stages, you know, he was he was signing a few and then having to having to move some of them on. But I mean there's the added there's the added bonus of this
1: signing that it gets it right up the sheet. You know what I mean? They are absolutely raging. <laughs> Well, if you think uh, we've been talking about, you know, it's maybe better that we don't have the fans at Ibrox. Well, Scott Wright will be delighted that there's no fans at Pataudry for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I see Ryan Jackson, a nice wee welcoming um, yeah. tweet the other day as well. So uh, anything that annoys them is, uh, is 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 all right by me. But uh, I think it's, we were talking, uh, actually before, ironically, before the, the Aberdeen game, we were talking the preview pod about uh, what, uh, Gerald had done in, in signing on Kai Kennedy and kind of taming Kai Kennedy and his kind of want-away um, spell that he had after the Al class tournament. And I think it's another one of the ones that it lets you know that we're doing everything that you expect of a kind of solid, stable football club now. You know, you're, we're, we're taking in a kind of talent from Scotland. You know, if you look at Glenn Kamara coming it might not be Scottish himself, Glenn, but he's coming from Dundee. Um, I'm taking in Scott right now. We've got youth players coming through. I saw the boy. Was, is it Ben Williamson? The boy he was. I was just flicking through the channels on Friday night. BBC Scotland. Our brothers are playing Dundee, and I just flick it on in time to hear that uh, the boy on loan for Rangers is man of the match. You know, and then you know David Venn was talking about it on Sunday. Um, Kai Kennedy was you know man of the match, turning on a, a dazzling performance for the Rovers at Hearts. And then you're looking at even if you go up to the like the, the most kind of high profile a signing issue or a sale issue it had to do with player, to players coming and going. Alfredo Morales this, this season, last season, the season before, Stevie G has done a, an amazing job with him as well. The most high-profile kind of issue of have had in terms of transfers, judging wh- when how much he wants to get in for Alfie, when, when he wants to sell him and then taming him, getting him to the point where he realises that he's the best place from his Rangers and playing well. Uh, for Rangers, you know, Scott Nolfe taking a half, etc. So we're managing signings now like a kind of mature, settled club, and I think that's uh, Scotty right, just that just just plays it right into that, and you know, it, it's it's nice to see.
0: And it's another cheap sign, and you know, it's another one that we're either going to get them for nothing or there'll be a nominal fee if it's if it's agreed in January. So it does it does seem that it's fitting into this sort of bring them in young cheap and then if they develop the way we hope they're going to develop we sell them on later uh, you know uh, uh, a big profit kind of a thing uh, on nathan Parson, i mean on before we move on to nathan parson I, I think i should highlight that there's a really good piece by jordan campbell in athletic about the kai kennedy situation and there's a good clip of him on youtube i think he's scoring against queen of the south and it, it, you know it's a really really good goal uh, but the piece itself is, is, is certainly worth reading uh, when Nathan Parson came on at the weekend, I thought I thought he played really, really well. And you know, I mean, Tav's at twenty nine now. You know, it's a good sign, and I quite liked what Gerard said today that you know he's basically saying to the players in the academy, you know, if you work hard, if you've got the ability and you work hard, the opportunities are there. I will give you the opportunity to get in this team. Uh, because that's the journey that, that Gerard took himself, you know. So I think he, he can relate to what these players want to do. And I think he, he can also identify the ones that don't just have the talent, but have the right mentality and the right attitude to, to, to have a good crack at making it. But it's, I think it's encouraging. Again, it comes down to this, you know, we're bringing in, rather than going out and, and signing a new right back, we've identified this boy and thought, you know what, he could actually be a replacement for, for Tav when he eventually moves on. Bring him in just now. He's 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 training with Tav, he's 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 learning the good habits, he's he's learning what you need to be a Rangers player. And it's not just about the ability, it's about the mentality and, and, and how you how you look after yourself. So again, it's another good sign that, that it feels like it's part of a, a holistic route that the club are taking. You know what I mean? And they're identifying, right, okay, we're not just gonna let Tav... You know, get to a point where he's not the, the, the same player anymore, and then we go, "All oh, right, you know what? We need to, we need to go out and sign a right back." It feels like there's succession planning already in, in, in place, and they've identified Patson as this guy actually could be the next right back for Rangers, which is encouraging to see.
1: I well, I mean, it has to be maybe the hardest job in Scottish football right now has been understudy to James Tavernier you know, because his, his his consistency is absolutely ridiculous. You know, um along alongside Connor Goldson who's kind of you know is playing with all various centre half, but I think he's only he's only missed what four, six games or something in Gerrard's 150 competitive games in charge of Rangers, Connor Goldson. So after that, I think Tavernier would probably the, the guy who's played most games for Rangers and is most kind of central um to the way the club the, the way this team plays, not just we've talked about the fact he's no maybe you're kind of shouting fiery captain but he, we're not a shouting fiery team we're quite a cerebral team we're quite a kind of where intensity comes from our play and James Tavernier I think um, such credit to him so we, the way he was regarded by a lot of fans especially kind of 2016-2017 uh, under Mark Warburton's you know, spell on the top flight all started kind of going wrong uh, and, and, and Tavernier was taking a lot of flack for that but the way he's developed in became the captain who actually, a lot of people wouldn't have thought, you know, for a second, you know, uh, when Mark Warburton was at Rangers, that James Tavernier was going to be the kind of heartbeat, uh, if you like, of uh, 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 the team that was hopefully going to take us back to to the, the title. Um, so for Nathan Patterson to have to um, hang about, for any any right-back to come to the club and and be thinking that they're going to get in in place of James Tavernier, it's a, it's a really hard shift, you know. Um, so I think it's a balancing act, you're going to have to have somebody who doesn't he mind waiting, but at the same time has the ability. I don't know yet, I don't know if he does, I mean, he's only, I mean, he, he, was, he was smashing, obviously, when he came on in, uh, Saturday, I think, I think Nathan said maybe one, one we misplaced pass, which was just chewed up straight away by Goldson or whoever, you know, it was um, Ross County by that point, I think we were 4-0 up when he, when he came on for the last kind of 20 um, and Ross County had been kind of tenderised by that point. They were just, you know, they, they weren't going to be a great threat. I think he came out. He, he started against Lech Poznan in the away game, where you know we're already through. You know, still a vital game for the club, and he did. He really, he did, he did well that time. But Lech Poznan were playing a lot of reserve players that night. Um, before that, I think we're, we're talking about Stranraer in the cup last season. Is the only other time I really. Remember him playing. There will be other games um, he's been involved in. You know, he's coming on as a sub or whatever, but I don't know if Tav was to get injured, you know, um, God forbid. I, I don't know if Nathan Partinson is going to be able to keep up. You know, I don't think any player could actually could do what Tav does for us this season. But as you're never going to have a chance of getting in the team while Tav's there, you would as well have a, a young boy who doesn't even wait in the wings.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I agree. I mean, even like say the Europa League game that you mentioned there. Even although, as you say, we'd already qualified, and you know, wasn't a meaningless game because we still had to secure top spot. Right. But we'd secured, you know, qualification. So the the, the main business is done. But it's still giving him just a wee taste of right. what what that's all about. You know, European games, playing football at that level. So yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's all good. Uh, I, before we move on to the Hibs game, Alex, I've got to do my uh, contractual obligations on uh, a partnership with uh, Rangers Picks, which is the official Rangers Pickham game. So it's a totally free uh, Pickham game with a hundred, uh, sorry, a hundred, a thousand pound prize pool. Uh, the more fans that play it, the more uh, money the club receives. So if you can do it, please do. Uh, to play, all you need to do is go to www.rangerspicks.com. Uh, there'll be a series of questions. It used to be 12. I think it's up to 13 now uh, about uh, the Rangers game. These are, uh, these things are here for every Rangers game. Uh, so you just ask, uh, answer the questions. It's stuff like how many corners will we get, all that kind of thing. And it gives you hints. It gives you wee clues. Uh, so if you go through that, uh, you've got a chance of winning a share of a thousand pounds. You must be over 18 to play. Uh, Terms and conditions apply. Uh, and as always, guys, please remember to play responsibly. And I should let you know that you can actually win it because Frankie, I think he got third place a, a couple of weeks ago there. I, I still no bottles around, though, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> not, just, it's not just because the pub's only opened uh, Anyway, on to tomorrow night, Alex. Uh, Easter Road. I mean, it's, it is a kind of... I think Hibs have kind of became... A, a, another Aberdeen in a way that they think they've got a rivalry with us you know what I mean I mean I, I don't go to the Rangers-Hibs games at Ibrooks thinking oh this is one of our big rivals but the games at Easter Road all seem to have a wee bit of uh, extra sting about them they're not in the best position at the moment obviously you know they've, they've, they've had a couple of bad results recently but it still feels like they'll up for it tomorrow so
1: I mean how are you feeling
0: are you nervous uh, confident I,
1: I, I feel I feel kind of cup finalish uh, about about this one, Colin. Uh, I have to I have to admit. I think this. I think we're at that point where we win tomorrow night. Um, I'm no, but none, none of us are ever going to see. I think we're the only supporters. I think we're the Rangers supporters. The only football people in the world right now that are refusing to admit Rangers are champions. Um, because we just have been through so much, and obviously just this basic superstition as well. You know, you're, you're never going to see it. You, you've won it until you've won it. But uh, a funny thing happened to me and on and, and Sunday. I think it was having a Sunday without a game. Um, we had just absolutely romped We watched the team doing everything, every week in a complaint that we'd managed to cobble together uh, about Rangers over that amazing period, December to 2nd January, where they won 10 games um, in a month and they, they won all but one of them. You know, the only kind of... Uh, the, the game at Motherwell where we, we started slow for 20 minutes and as soon as we lost the goal, we absolutely pounded them uh, for, for 70 minutes. Uh, the only kind of complaint we'd managed to put together was maybe we were a bit slow at the blocks. And Rangers shoved that right down our throats in the most beautiful possible way uh, on Saturday. And I think if we had been in that League Cup semi-final that like we were supposed to be on the Sunday, yeah. um, we wouldn't have had the chance to go 23 points clear <laughs> the, way, the way we did. You know, We can argue whether that would be preferable or not to have, to have played in that League Cup game, but... And Sunday I was just sitting there I think it was the fact that we've had so many Sundays where we've been watching uh, Sky you know to get out your kip um, for me too early uh, of a Sunday morning you might have a nice relaxing Saturday night it's been so long since just actually I chilled out on a Saturday night because the job's been done and you can oh. enjoy your weekend a lovely sunny day and I thought you know what this I can actually feel I just I, I don't have any worries now the only worry is, as i said before is Covid you know that that might you know affect the league it might affect us in some sort of some sort of way um, that might ruin our season or ruin the season in general. Um, but in a football sense, I feel as if we're almost there. And I think <laughs> I, if we win tomorrow night, uh, if we were to lose tomorrow night, I think it would be the first, I think it's, as you said, it's the last time we would have any doubts about us winning the title. Um, but I think after, t- if we were to come through this game tomorrow, even a draw depending on the circumstances, I think if we lost a game in the league, after this, we would suddenly realise as a support. And the only thing that was bothering us was the fact that our unbeaten record had gone. Yeah. I think if if we commit this tomorrow night, um, it's done. I think that I think that's it. We've, we've proved December onwards that we've got the the ammunition to cope with everything psychologically, you know, technically on the fields, you know, fitness wise. We're way above everybody else. Um, we come through a few tests in December um, and even in January itself. It proved all these psychological barriers that we've had, we fail in January, or we can't go in a winning run or whatever, we can't churn out wins. We can't come from behind the Motherwell game at IBROX. But we just blew them all away. And it's almost like we had that we can drop our points against Motherwell just to let us know. Ah, there's always you know you've got to keep the concentration. You can't get too cocky. And then the way we answered that on Saturday, I feel as if tomorrow night tomorrow night is the is the last test. And I think a lot of it is dependent on whether we make it about us Tomorrow night, because it shouldn't be about Hibs. It shouldn't be about how how Hibs are bouncing back from uh, Saturday's debacle, which also helped me at my weekend. Let's let's know. Let's <laughs> let really me know many quibbles about it. I, uh, Hibs Hibs are my my Aberdeen now. I really I, I have no time for them at all, um, for a lot of various reasons. Some that are personal, uh, family <laughs> related reasons, you know. <laughs> but uh, I, I really. I used to like Hibs as a club. I used to, I used to kind of. I would almost go as far as to say, no, I know that I have other favourites in Scotland, but I used to, I used to really uh, kind of admire Hibs. I used to think they were quite, a, quite a glamorous team. You know, they're all getting to the semi-finals, European Cup, the first European Cup in the, in the mid '50s and what have you. But uh, my God, that went out the window uh, <laughs> the day of the cup final in 2016. <laughs> but uh, was it no, the only I, thing that went out the window that day? Uh, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, But no, I think, I think it's a massive game. I, I think it's a real. It's it's one of the two grounds that we've not won at in the league this season. Livingston being the other, um, to, have, to have to have achieved that in the first the first two rounds of games is, is absolutely stunning, you know. But I think tomorrow night is the last chance for anybody to put the kind of to put any kind of doubt in our mind that we're going to win the title, you know. Um, so I I hope we just go out there and just and just make it about us and know about and know about what's happening with Jack Ross.
0: And I mean I would agree. I think uh, I mean I've still got a wee nagging doubt. I'm I'm not quite prepared to say that it's done. And I'm looking, the reason I'm doing that is because, you know, when I look down south, on the, on the 19th of December, Liverpool went to Crystal Palace and they, they, they pumped them 7-0 or 7-1 or whatever. They went five so, points clear and everyone was like, well, that's them. They've, they've clicked and that's them going to push on now because I think the sort of leader, the leadership of the Premiership was chopping and changing. And that put a wee bit of distance between them and others. And, you know, in the space of a month, you know they're now six points behind and and looking like they're they're, they're struggling to you know find form and, and keep up with pace. So even though I think we're sort of three quarters of the way there, I'm 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 not quite at the stage that you're at. But that's why I think tomorrow's such a, an important an important game. You know it feels like we're still in January and this is where we traditionally you know eh, have a wobble. And I think if 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 Hibbs were to get a win tomorrow, it, it would just plant that we, you know, seed of doubt amongst a few minds. And the best way to deal with that is, as you say, is just make it all about us. And, and, and Gerald hasn't got a great record there. I think it's one, one, one and four. So it would just be a great, it's a great opportunity to just go out and make a statement. You know what I mean? I think if we, I think the Aberdeen game at Pataudry was the first sign that we were kind of getting back to that. Fluent sort of team that we looked at the start of the season. Yeah, I think we saw a wee bit of that at, at, at Motherwell as well, and it all came together on on, on Saturday there. You know, what I mean, I mean, as you say, it was a fairly relaxed Saturday night, and I've not felt like that for a while. You know, what I mean, even when we've had our games on the Saturday, and we've won. There's been a wee bit, of a, You know, that was a bit nervy, but uh, on Saturday there, job done within a half hour, and we could we could just relax and and try and increase the goal difference. So yeah. I, I, I think Rangers are improving. We're getting back to looking how we were at the, at the start of the season. I don't like Hibs like like you. I, I don't like the boy Portis. I don't like a lot of how Hibs have handled themselves over certain things over the last few years, especially, you know, relating to ourselves. So to me, it just seems to me like a great opportunity to make a big statement to say, you know what? He's only going to catch us. No one's going to get near us. And I, I, I wouldn't call it if we win tomorrow, but I would, feel that we would have one hand on it. If you know what I mean, that that's, that's, and we're in there, I mean, if Celtic continue their current form and we continue winning, you know, I, th- I was doing the sums a day, I think it's nine, nine games we need to win, you know, and if Celtic keep dropping points, that comes down and down and down. So tomorrow feels like a, a, an opportunity just to make that big statement and, and the, the the sort of starting point for this final push, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's within touching distance, Let's make a statement here and then just totally go for it. So yeah, that's that's how I'm I'm hoping things go tomorrow night.
1: I I think it's it it feels like the home straight is just so yeah. is just over the hill and that, that, yeah. that hill is well Easter Road just be a slope the pitch and it's just that they are the hill. they are the obstacle. Um, and I'm don't get me wrong, mate. I'm, I'm I would never say. That we've won it, and if you look at my um, Twitter feed during yeah, any, day, I'm just I'm just crying out for help all the time I'm absolutely pathetic, you know. And until we're three <laughs> nothing up, I am just like, what are you doing here, Rangers You know, well we're actually going a 15 game winning one, Alec, you know. But it's like no, nah, uh, I'm still I'm not happy. I'm not happy until it's it's done and dusted. I basically want Rangers to be three nothing up before they take the park. Um, so, I don't get me wrong, I, I, I worry like anything, but I couldn't. That's what we talked about on Sunday. I couldn't fight the feeling. It's just a, it's an actual feeling. Um, I wasn't, I, I wasn't worried. And I think um, it, would, it would be, that, that's why I'm saying it's like a cup final. I'm not I'm no trying to say anything's in the bag, but tomorrow night, I think is the last chance for anybody um, to kind of put any kind of doubts uh, in my mind. Um, it depends. It does depend a bit on Hibs, but it, it shouldn't, because when we we're, were getting, we're 29 points in front of them. I think they've played maybe, I think we have played maybe one game last they, year. They've only got three games in hand over us. We are basically no. 30 points better than Hibs. You Know, um, the only, thing, the only thing that gets me is the other side of the whole uh, hibs kind of continual underachievement. You know, they're, they're a verb, the same as like you, you know, you Google stuff, uh, you don't look stuff up in the search engine, you, you know, you, you hoover, you don't vacuum clean, you know, you don't <laughs> you don't make an arse yourself in a big semi final with a hand and you're supposed to win, you hibs it, you, you know, it. and yeah, and the downside of that for us is part of hibs being hibs is they will lose 2-0 at home to Ross County. You know, the week after they've given us a great game, apparently at Ibrox finally losing one Um But they will be ready for us. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll always be ready for us. And I like, look, when we played Ross County on Saturday, for example, um, I was kind of strangely confident about that because I knew that Ross County were getting the results they're supposed to get against other teams. Okay, they weren't expected to beat Aberdeen 4-1 at home. Um, they maybe were not expected to win uh, at Hibs, but John Hughes is a guy who knows, you know, the, the rest of the league is much of a muchness. So, I think when it comes to playing Rangers, there's almost an honesty about that. When it comes to playing the, the old firm, he's kind of no. I'm not saying they're not looking for anything, but he's not going to sit back and try and defend too too hard. They did defend on Saturday, but he's going to try and play a bit of football as well and try and get something for the game because he's kind of he knows that their job is elsewhere. The problem you've got with the likes at Aberdeen and Hibs is they can't win the title, but, you know, finishing the bottom half of the league is not good enough for them. And they have a thing where they know they can constantly please their fans for their shortcomings elsewhere by picking a great show against Rangers. Yeah. And Celtic and, you know, in the Hibs case against Hearts, which they just don't do, you know. But having made a complete arse of themselves twice at Hamden this season, albeit the game against Hearts was technically from last season. Um, it, it just, that actually gives me more fear than any of the, you know, the, any times Hibs have been in actual form this season yeah, because they're, bound, they're, bound to, they're always bound to bounce back against Rangers, you know, because they still look like a club who doesn't like it when the pressure's on them, you know, and therefore playing us tomorrow would probably be what they're kind of looking for. My only hope is yeah, that yeah. the fallout from Saturday has been so bad and Jack Ross kind of lost it with Kenny McIntyre as well and in a very New Lennon sort of way. Um, not liking, not liking him, his own contribution to that defeat being questioned. Quite happy to, you know, uh, put it on his players. My only hope is that they've not had enough time to get over it, and uh, they'll be looking to do their usual thing against Rangers, where they've got nothing to lose. But they're still feeling the pressure um, from the, the fallout from Saturday, and maybe kind of psychologically that will confuse them. But at the end of the day, if we just go out and go for it, and I, I, as if it was a cup final, uh, Colin, they should not be able to live with us.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's my fear. You know, they do, they, as I said at the start of the show, they have become a sort of another Aberdeen, you know, where it's almost as if their season is defined by the, the results against us. Um, just a, got some breaking news here, actually, some quite sad news. Uh, Dr. Joe Vengloss, the, the former Celtic manager, has died tonight, uh, aged yeah. 84. So that's that's just came out. Uh, so sad news. I mean, I know he was uh, on the other side of the city and we don't like them, but you know, very sad news. So, all our thoughts. Uh, from us here at Jersnet on that one. Come uh, back to tomorrow night's game, Alex. Uh, the injury front seems to be improving as well, and, and and it's tying in with this whole, you know, the final push domestically, and and Europe's coming back, and you know, in the next few weeks as well. You know, we've got the Danderlite game coming up in February, so it's good. You know, Ryan Jack back in the back in the team, back in the squad, came back, uh, came on on Saturday there, got his goal. Ruth, I think Gerard said today, you know, he wasn't quite fit enough to get. Uh, minutes on the park on, on Saturday, but he's been training since. So, you know, he's in contention for tomorrow. Our field has, you know, he's still a couple of weeks away, but might be available come come the sort of Anderlecht games. And it's good that we're getting these players back now because, you know, we have kind of, I mean, from a supporter's point of view, it's frustrating when you're having to wait seven games between, sorry, seven days between each game. But I think for the players and for the manager, it's, it's been quite nice you know because we're basically been Saturday Wednesday Saturday Wednesday or Saturday Thursday from day one this season and it, it's probably going to kick in a wee bit again in February with, with the return of the European stuff so it's good to increase their options it's good that these players are coming back and it's a, ni- a nice time for them to be coming back
1: yeah and I think I think it's showed as you say when we the rest that we're getting after the Celtic game, I mean, psychologically, winning that, the game against Celtic at Ibrox the 2nd of January was absolutely massive. It gave us breathing space. And you then go into eight days off. Um, and against Aberdeen, as we've been discussing, you guys have been discussing in the previous pods, we started moving. We started motoring again. We looked at we that bit of sharpness back. And it kind of died off in the second half. You know, I think, you know, it takes a wee while. It's not just a case of you get eight days off and that's it. You can recover from, you know, the, the month we had before that was something incredible. You know, yeah. three different competitions and just every game was absolutely must win, you know. Um, I think it takes longer than, you know, eight days to go over it. And I think maybe the performance against Motherwell, how we started against Motherwell, uh, joined on to the way we ended the game at Pododry. Six days in between that. But I think yeah, that was you seeing the team just taking that kind of breather. Um and I think on Saturday we saw them. They've had their breather. They're ready to go again. Um, the free kick, the, the first goal, that be scored. I mean, I don't know about yourself, but uh, like Tom, commentator on Rangers TV, uh, even uh, Kevin Thompson, who knows a bit about midfield stuff, myself watching, we thought it was a free kick to Ross County. You know, there was a Steve Davis looked like he'd bumped the Ross County player, but it was actually a you know, free kick to ourselves. But while we're all, even, like Tom commentator saying on Rangers TV, you know, I don't, I think that's a kick to County. Hadji's got the ball spotted, he's moved it on, and we're we're about three yards ahead of Ross County, and we're yeah. thinking, and then we're, we're, we're desire, and that's that's how it ends up looking like we've almost kind of, albeit it was, it was finished off with a couple of headers. It looks like we're kind of walking it into the net. That same thing we were doing right up until I think we beat Hamilton eight nothing. Um, including that game we looked at we're scoring scoring goals that were actually making it look ridiculously easy it was kind of unreal I think the lack of crowd helped that as well but we seemed to be walking the bottom and it was we're so far ahead of the opposition it reminded me of, like when you used to play five a size or I used to play five a size and one of these boys had played a bit of juniors or something like that and aye, aye. walking <laughs> through the game but you couldn't get anywhere near them you know? and actually, we were starting to do that again on Saturday we were doing it at the beginning of the season we are doing it again on Saturday and um, and I think we're now at that point. Where we be maybe. I think this is perfect. We don't have a game. We don't have a game this coming Saturday. Um, I think they're maybe at the stage you now where they want to get back out. They want another wee midweek game. You know, they want to go and build on what they did because yeah. even taking off the five bodies we basically half an hour to go on Saturday, the boys that replaced them they couldn't get enough either. The same as that Hamilton game, a bit. You know, I'm talking about we won. Eight, we won the first half four 0 five substitutions, but in the second half four 0 yeah. You know, it was a bit of that eh, on, on Saturday, which. It, they look kind of insatiable just now. They kind of get enough, and I'm hoping that, that that's they actually want a wee game on Wednesday. They're, they're, they're up for this. They're, they're, they've got their mojo back. Know um, that the lack of mojo was anything to be ashamed of. They were absolutely magnificent, um, just spreading the performances all the way through December. But uh, no, I, th- I think we're ready for a wee midweek game again, and I'm hoping we just go out there and just continue straight away um, where we left off against Ross County, because if we don't give, if we don't let Hibs start, if we don't let them start enjoying themselves or start thinking they're you know they they're kicking on again um under Jack Ross, they're making a statement and they're coming back for their for their humiliation on Saturday. If we just let them think they're going to get humiliated again, the likes of Porteus, whether it whether it be I saw the last half out of their game on Saturday, whether it be just chucking it all together by trying to break Barisic's legs, as he did against us, you know, a year ago. Um, to get yourself deliberately sent off or just actually chucking it. The heat goes down and he just doesn't care. Um, if you get in their minds, I think there's, there's, there's a question about the hip psychology and if we just get, get at them straight away and make them work for it, I, I think they, I'm not saying for a second they're going to chuck it, but um, we can really, I think we could we could end up doing to them pretty much the same as we did to Ross County. Oh, well, here's hoping.
0: Um, uh, on, on Ryan Jack, do you think he starts tomorrow? Uh, just I'm, I know that's not on the agenda, but just the way it's going, I just thought... You know, because Stephen Davis in particular, you know, given his age, you know, he's played a lot of football recently. So, can you see? It? Does he start tomorrow, or does he get a wee bit? You know, instead of twenty minutes, he comes on at half time or whatever and gets an extended sort of few minutes in the game.
1: There's been nothing else on my agenda since Saturday, Colin. That is, that's all I've been thinking about him and uh, Aribo. I don't know where to place them. I don't know what we're. I I can't help thinking to myself. um, I would like, for some reason, I don't really know why, I want to go with the same midfield that we had uh, against Benfica in the stadium of light. Um, Just get Kamara, Davis, and Jack on there. The fact that, and just kind of keep Hibbs, just keep Hibbs hemmed in. You know, they're probably going to go with a five in midfield, but I think that that midfield, we're talking about Davis needing a bit more rest. We're talking about Ryan Jack needing. You know, I think um, it's Chris Jack. You know, of this parish. Uh, in the evening times, um, he was saying something about Jack. Gerald had said he was going to keep Jack kind of under wraps. You know, I think that's what's he keep him under wraps for? This could be the game. This could be the game tomorrow night. that, that basically kind of seals as a league and lets us go into what European games, knowing that, that that's kind of in the bag. I, I think we should get three of them on, and um, I can't kind of help remembering uh, Joe Arriba at, at Easter Road, December last season. Yeah. Um, where he's, he just he was doing that right hand side I know it was against Louis Stevenson he'll know we be playing there the morning the Um But and, and Jack Ross had played a diamond against us that night which was you know uh, completely stupid but we just tore them to pieces and Aribo having done what he did on Saturday just put me in mind him that night against Easter Road that goal he scored on Saturday against Ross County coming in for the right like that um, I would just I'm kind of thinking we should put him basically up front Maybe even maybe even dropping Haji, which would be unfair. Um, but the fact that uh, Arribo come off early, the fact that uh, Steve Davis come off early, Kamara come off, it makes me think they're all playing um, right. tomorrow. You know, and I would, I would, I would go with uh, that that kind of three across the middle. I, d- I doubt he will. He, he's been talking up Zungu and Jack how well they played together. Yeah. Uh, in Saturday in the second half, um, so maybe he's planning. Maybe he's planning to get uh, Zungu on. Ryan Jack, the, the way he came on, on Saturday, it was just seamless. It was like he'd never been away. Away.
0: Nah. You know.
1: So I think he's ready. You know, and uh, Steve Davis might be struggling, but if he's got Ryan Jack beside him and Glenn Camara, I don't think, you know I don't Steve Davis doesn't look like he's struggling uh, fitness wise yet. He will be, you know, at his age. But this is just one more kick on. They've got Saturday off. You know, they don't play again to the following Wednesday. Um, this is a big one. I think I'll get a few of them on.
0: Yeah. It, it feels like a Ryan Jack Kind of game to me, you know. I mean, given the sort of, there can be a wee sort of nasty element to it, and I think it would suit him. You know, he's. he's I don't want to say he's an enforcer, but he's certainly someone that doesn't back away for that kind
1: of stuff. So, well, just eh, one thing. He, so that that goal, that goal, I'm talking about back in December of 2019. Eh, we scored at Easter Road. It was Ryan Jack was yes. playing a one. He was right in there with Aribo He played the kind of a, a kind of lovely elongated one-two. We, we, we Joe out on the yeah. right hand side, which he just, he just put it on the bathroom. So Joe just walked onto it and called it into the far corner. like a, a cracking goal, but I, Jack, was central to that as well, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd, we'll see, but I, I just have a feeling he, he might he might start tomorrow. Uh, Alex, I think that's us. I, I don't see anything else on the agenda. There's nothing else. I don't have any other contractual obligations that I need to I need to see out. So uh, that's all from us uh, for this bonus edition of the Jazznet Weekly Podcast, the Independent Rangers Podcast that is brought to you by Fans for Fans, and where the content is free. A big thanks to Alex for his contribution tonight. Uh, we'll have a show on Sunday. I know there's no game. Uh, this weekend but we'll, we'll all have a show on Sunday night as per usual uh, I believe Ross is hosting, I always get this wrong I am terrible for this, I always get whoever's on the next show wrong but I'm going to go with I believe Ross is hosting David guest and so is uh, Chris Jack uh, I'll find out when we go off air when Frankie gives me a row for getting it wrong again. Uh, in the meantime, get yourself on the Jazznet website and forums at Uh there's a, there's a really good piece on there about Stephen Gerrard at the moment, and it's part of the whole series, so get yourself on and have a wee look at that. In the meantime, as I say to you all the time at the moment, guys, look after yourself, stay safe, uh, and until next time, bye for now.